Welcome to Think About This. I'm Alexis Dean, and I am so glad you're here. For years, I've been building a community of high-performing, high-impact, wildly generous, and supportive entrepreneurs. I've made a lot of introductions between incredible people, and I always wish that I could learn from the conversations that take place after those introductions. On this show, you and I will get to be part of the conversation as I bring together two successful entrepreneurs for peer-to-peer support and discussions that normally happen behind closed doors. Listen in as we solve fascinating business challenges with lessons and ideas that apply across industries. Get ready to learn, expand, and grow. This is the Think About This podcast, brought to you by the Dovetail community. This week, we're thinking about lessons from failure. The title of today's episode might be a a little bit triggering for some people. In recent years, it's felt like we're all so busy reframing things to make everything an opportunity, a lesson, a challenge, a growth experience, or a bright side. And I don't disagree that some events can be all of those things, but I think that we can learn so much from accepting and acknowledging failure when we set a goal and fallen short. With acceptance, we can step back and really see what led us down certain paths and how we can make real changes to achieve our goals in the future. Today's episode is part two of a two-episode series with my friend Mike Shorman, and this is not the episode that I thought we'd be recording this week. If you missed the last episode, then let me introduce you to my friend Mike Shorman, also known as the Unbalanced Paddleboarder. Last week, Mike was on the podcast talking about his plans to attempt to become the first person with a disability to stand up paddleboard across Lake Ontario. I was out on the water right by his side for four days as he attempted to break this record. And I was there when he made the decision to come off the water and try again next year. In many ways, this was a great success. Mike put the youth mental health charity Jack.org on the map and he raised more than $50,000. He'll continue to fundraise this year and we expect that he'll raise more than $100,000 before this is all over. We could just reframe this as a win because it kind of is. However, Mike is going back out there next year and the lessons that he learned from not accomplishing his goal are directly transferable to entrepreneurship. Mike Shorman is a former Paddle Canada coach, trainer, and expert in the stand-up paddleboarding industry. In November 2018, after years of coaching professionally, Mike developed a sudden neurological condition causing him to lose his sense of balance and experience extreme reactions to movement. Among other severe limitations, doctors told him that he would never paddle again. Mike quickly proved them wrong as he relearned to walk, and within two years he was back on his paddleboard, unbalanced but standing and pushing himself to achieve his goals. Mike is the author of Crash and Rise, an autobiographical book about his life and experiences. He's a renowned motivational speaker, the two-time winner of the International SUP Man of the Year Award, and he's on the cusp of being a world record holder for the crossing that he's due to complete next July 2022. By the end of this short conversation, you'll have met Mike, heard the story of what happened on his crossing across Lake Ontario, and learn from his experience, and what he'll do differently before and during the event next year. As I said all week last week when we were out on the water, let's go, Mike. I am back with my friend, Mike Shorman, and we are in our home offices off the water, no longer rolling like we're out there in the high seas of Lake Ontario. Um, and if you're watching this on video, you can see I'm wearing my beautiful Paddle Across America shirt from Mike. So welcome back, Mike. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> Thank you for being here. 
Um, so I had the pleasure of being alongside Mike. If you were listening to this, then definitely tune into part one from last week where I interviewed Mike before his big paddle across Lake Ontario. And we talked about grit and resilience and we talked about mindset work and the inner work that so many of us rely on to succeed. And, um, Mike, I would just love for you to share what happened out there because I think it's all going to tie back to exactly what we talked about last year or last week. Oh my gosh, it feels like a year ago. <laughs> no, so, so first of all, thank you so much for for having me today and thank you for being an amazing friend and thank you for being a monument. Like You, you were a, a huge part of this. Alexis was, she was my my person out there she was you know the person she saw all my breakdowns and when I was you know in excruciating pain and I thought I didn't want to I thought you know I'm I, do, I don't know if I can do this like she was the one who said yes you can and and I know that you really want this and and I'm I'm gonna push you as hard as I can and I needed that this was a project that took 11 months of planning and I was aiming to become the first person with physical disability to cross international waters from one country to another by paddleboard. You know, this, this, you know, pe- people hear that and they're like, oh, wow. But it, it, it was, it's a big deal for Canadians. It's a big deal for, for people around the world. Um, you know, people compared, compared this with, you know, Vicki Keith and, and Jeff Adams, who climbed up the CN Tower in his wheelchair. Like, like it's, it was um, a huge undertaking and there were, there were amazing things that came from it. You know, on the first day, you know, we potted out a three-day trip. Um, That's the first lesson learned from this. Um, I'm not doing a three-day trip next time. Um, (laughs) Well, you aimed for the longest route across Lake Ontario, right? That was the goal with the longest route. Yeah. From Rochester. Yeah. So, so. So really, when it comes down to it, nobody gives a crap where you where you cross from. It's true. Like just cross, <laughs> just cross. You don't need to go 180 kilometers. Marilyn Bell, you know, her route was 50 56 kilometers, and that's massive. So, and that's <laughs> massive. So on the first day, you know, we, you know, it was it was wild. Like you were there, you saw it. Um, there was media interviews that kicked off the day. We had ABC news, we had NBC, um, you know, there was huge interest in the story, which, which I thought was amazing. Um, it's always amazing when the media outlets like want to cover, um, and help get the story out. You know, it wasn't just a title that I was going after or a world record or, or setting history. Um, I did this for mental health organizations because of the mental health journey that I went on uh, when I developed a neurological condition a couple of years ago. Um, so I partnered with Canada's number one youth mental health organization, Jack.org, mm-hmm. and the Tyler Clementi Foundation, which is based in New York, and the Trevor Project, which is all across the United States and, and works with LGBTQ youth. Um, and, and I, and, you know, this wasn't just about setting, you know, personal record, like world, world history records. This was about, you know, saving lives, um, and creating awareness. And, and we, and we did that. We, we got very loud <laughs> over the last three months. I you think got I got very loud. <laughs> I got very loud. No, I, th- I think, you know, 
David, who's been handling, you know, the PR for this, he sent me a list the other night and I, I was floored. Like there was 30, 39 media hits that I've done, 39 interviews in in the last three months. Um, and I was like, whoa, like, Mm -hmm. like Um, a little bit of pressure was on this and a lot of eyes were on this and i think that's where you know we think about entrepreneurs and business owners a lot of the time we do big things there's media attention there are investors there are board members or advisors there are sometimes employees involved and there's so much pressure on some of the work that we do and i think people who yeah, are listening yeah. to this can probably relate even if it's just on a smaller scale the pressure that we that we put in the buildup that comes into doing something and then when it doesn't go according to plan i think that's where there's so much that i know and you and i have talked about this on the boat yeah i know you know john porter mm-hmm. um who runs barter pay canada he was one of my gold spot one of my gold sponsors like people are making pledges but but i also had businesses very involved mm-hmm. um and i was wearing the barter pay hat barter pay visors i had stickers yeah. um on my boards and everything and and i remember you know when the call had to be made you know john john was the first person that i called Mm-hmm. Um, and he's made several posts on social media. And I, I remember being in that parking lot and I, I was, I was in that parking lot breaking down at 2am, very emotional. I was in tears and I was writing to John saying, I'm, I'm so sorry. This has had to be called off because of weather, um, at the end of the second day. And, and I was, I was, you know, crushed and, and I, and I said, you know, I'm so sorry I let you down. You know, I wasn't even thinking at that point. I was, I was just so upset. Um, and I said, you know, do you, do you still want me to wear the border pay hat? Because, because I knew at that point from my PR guy that all the Canadian networks were coming, mm-hmm. um, and that they were still coming mm-hmm. um, because, of the, because of the story, and because, because you know, they, they, they've been covering it so extensively that they wanted to close it. Um, even if it wasn't, you know, the big victory. So, so I was, I was writing to him and, and I just felt all this pressure. And I said, you know, do you still want me to wear the border pay hat? And he's written so many beautiful posts um, all over social media, um, sharing, sharing that, um, sharing, you know, that his heart sank when he, when he read that, um, because he knew how, how upset I was and, and how, how crushing, you know, that must've been for me to write that. And he will be here for round two and for the second attempt. And, and yeah, no, um, it, there, there's, there was a lot of pressure and there was a lot of lessons to be learned from that. How, how you manage pressure. You know, I had the biggest ones. I mean, when you think about maybe let's just kind of circle back to before this, what will you do differently leading up to the next round? Because we're going to be back out there next July. Um, for those who are listening, the links are still up. This is just the first attempt. And there's going to be another effort to to cross that lake. And then not just another effort. He's going to successfully cross that lake in July 2022. And so leading up to that, and I know we're so shortly, like right, we're coming off like two days ago, you're out on the water. Um, but what do you think some of those, those lessons were, or some of the things that you'll do differently leading up? Because I think there's so much, uh, in parallel with entrepreneurship is we get, 
ready to launch something new or we're opening something new or we're even starting a new business, whatever it is, there's, we put so much pressure in their eyes on us and we're looking for those eyes because we need them. That's our clients. That's our teams. That's our, you know, customers. So what are some of the lessons that you can take away from, from before this, um, that might influence some of the changes that you'll be making next year? And I know you're probably going to be doing a lot of reflecting over the next couple of months, yeah. right off the top of your head. What are some right of those first ones? Right off the top of my head, I think the biggest one is that um, I'm bringing in an, an event planner. Um, <laughs> I am. Yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, it was very hard for me to have a social media manager out there running my social media. I'm very active on social media. Um, so to hand off my phone to somebody was extremely challenging. I tend to be very i can do everything but the truth is we can't do everything and we have to delegate and that's what i that's what i came to learn from this i delegated to you i delegated to um to all the people on those boats um to to get the job done as best as it could be um that being said prior to going into this um I had spent 11 months contacting businesses, contacting people, asking them to pledge, and I'd run myself into the ground by doing that. Um, this time, you know, I was just contacted by somebody, by a friend on LinkedIn, um, and she said, Mike, let's have a dinner in September. I'm going to help you with this. Mm -hmm. um, and her job, um, she she's a networking, she's she connects people through networking. Um, and, and she said, I, I'm going to connect you with all the people that you need to be connected with, you know, to get those big sponsorships, to get those, um, to get those, the right relationships formed. I, I did, I did a good job, like, you know, based yeah. on <laughs> like, like I pulled in some big companies, but at the same time, I spent a lot of time doing that when, when I could have been using it for, for other things. And at the same time, I was training, I was doing media interviews. I didn't have time to be doing it all. Um, I will also do the media a little bit differently next year. In the final week leading up to it, um, it was it was crazy. Like on Tuesday, like on Tuesday, I was on CTV News. On Wednesday, I was on Global Morning. On Wednesday cp24 breakfast sent out a helicopter and i was on there on thursday i was on breakfast television with sid and dina like it was just boom 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 and it was all at like 5 36 o'clock in the morning the week before i went and you know maybe you don't do all of them maybe you just say i'm doing i'm doing the the biggest the big three and we're going to space it out but i'm not going to do you know all of them because nobody can do everything and on the other side of this you know what history is made they're all going to be there anyways so and they're all going to be covering it so yeah so why so you know while it's great um you know there were there are definitely lessons learned from this and just you know on that note like your first one delegating and delegating early i'd say is like a huge huge yeah. lesson that most entrepreneurs experience because if we yeah. don't delegate hard enough and early enough, we end up in a situation where we are DIYing it until we are not sleeping or, you know, losing weight or we're feeling the physical effects yeah. on our bodies. Yeah. And 
And I think yeah. you know, in that second- oh, with the Toronto Star, the Toronto Star reported this week that you know I did an interview with them before, and I did, and and they ran an article before, and and they did an article afterwards, and and I told them in this interview that I didn't tell them in the previous one that I lost twenty five pounds in the process of this from stress because yeah. I would wake up, I would wake up first thing in the morning and I would go until midnight and I would just be emailing and emailing and emailing and calling and calling and and I would forget to eat. Um, and I did that for several, several months. Um, so, so I know, you know, I, I don't think the weight loss, you know, impacted the way that things turned out. Um, I think, you know, the weather was a big, <laughs> the weather was a big thing on day two. Um, and anybody who is out there would have, I, I've been, I've been messaged by, you know, paddleboarding world champions who've said those conditions were not good. We were looking at them on, on the wind tap and we were, like we were straight headwinds with eight foot yeah. swell are not exactly ideal, <laughs> ideal conditions at all. And I think that like. You know, again, the parallels, like when we put ourselves under so much stress because we haven't got the support, even if like you could have been physically capable of doing it, that additional stress on your body and your mind leading up to it has its toll. Like it really, you know, I saw it out there on you from day one, pushing into that headwind, you were starting a couple steps back because of coming into this, like pretty wiped out from everything that you over the past couple of months so huge lessons there i think again for the listeners like just that reminder of delegation early and often and often and early even when we think we can do it all ourselves and then the boundary setting i think for you as you were saying like this year hopefully you'll have your pr team with you in that week leading up to it and you can just set up like a pr day you know the wednesday or the tuesday or whatever prior if you're doing the weekend and and they all show up on your timeline versus you having yeah like when we walked like like when i paddled you know when i got off the beach like i I paddled right into a press conference they were all there and that's kind of what i'm gonna do next year like we're just gonna announce that there's gonna be a press conference and and they're and they're all to show up and and this is a you know i know they'll come now because they came this year and then you know they they all said you know in the follow-up interviews you know we will be there we will be there for this so so knowing that now that you know before i was like oh i've got to be here for like you know 5 30 a.m because it's you know such a big deal they get like millions of viewers and and i need that now it's kind of like well i know that they're coming so (laughs) i don't need to worry about that anymore yeah well and it gives you the opportunity to focus on being an endurance athlete like it's one thing that that you i mean it's an incredible thing that this was a big win for all of the organizations you supported what's the the fundraising to date or are you it's 50 plus i think i think we're at at fifty thousand with with jack.org so it's jack.org slash the crossing people are still pledging like it's amazing Yeah, yeah, it will be. Um, I've got to follow up with a couple of business with a couple of businesses today who are like, we still want to jump on board, awesome. um, which is amazing. Good things have come from this. I actually have a meeting with Bell Let's Talk Day people um, <laughs> next week as a re- as a result of all of this. 
Um, I hope the Weather Network is listening too. <laughs> we're out there. We were spitballing ideas about Mike has had some appearances on the Weather Network. And I was like, wouldn't it be cool if you were like the paddle paddleboarding weatherman or something? I mean, yeah. I think there are so many yeah. cool opportunities for companies to get involved beyond their mental health day or their Bell Let's Talk day or even a yeah. month. I think this is a year round endeavor. And I think actually this is, as you have said, just such a cool opportunity all year long for companies to fundraise and support. Yeah and show their yeah. teams and their customers what they really value and what they really believe in. So yeah. I think that's- No, I, um, it's so like Michelle Dubay on CTV, she said, you know, the other day, um, this was not just about a historic effort. This wasn't just about you trying to be the first at something. This was about creating funds and awareness that are saving lives. And she said, and, and you've done that. So while personally, you know, I was very disappointed in it. And I, you know, I think you could see it all over my face on on Tuesday. Probably see it all over my face, you know, on Wednesday. <laughs> um I've had, you know, one of one of the things that I that I said, um, you know, just to close friends and family, but also to, you know, supporters and and also the press, was that, you know, Vicky Keith, who who conquered the Great Lake. Um, she went down in Canadian history for doing that. She went out there and she didn't do it on her first go. Um, and Vicky, Vicky has contacted me since since all of this. Um, she's one of she's, you know, a friend of mine. And 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 I said in that press conference, you know, she didn't do it on the first go. She went back and she conquered it on the second. And when she came back, she brought an entire nation with her because they saw her devastation in the first one. And they wanted they wanted to root for her. Um, and I know that going into the second attempt, um, you know, nobody likes a Superman that wins all the time, Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's true. And just the lessons that I'm sure she learned the first time and in yeah. how she trained, in how she prepared, in the team she had available on the boat, in just the strategy of where you want your safety boats, how what else you need, you know, next time we'll have a dinghy out there. And, and as yeah. far as your crew goes, we learned a lot of lessons about, you know, our own, how we're working with you and how uh, we could have potentially used some other people on the boat as support and that kind of thing. So yeah. there are just so many lessons that I think this is just, just such a massive opportunity. And that said, I know it's easy from the outside and even sometimes from the inside to reframe this as a W for, you know, so many reasons. But at the yeah. same time, I know that, in the next couple of days when the press attention wears off and it quiets down again and you're no longer doing, you know, 20 interviews in a week or whatever it might be, oh. um, there might be a little bit of a drop. And I think, again, this is something that we can relate to so much as entrepreneurs and that things get built up and, and we do a, a big launch or we have an opening or things, you know, there's a lot of hype around what we're doing and whether it, it is or it isn't a, a massive success in the way we expected, there is still that that drop that tends to happen. Even yeah cyclically as a busy busy season happens and then we have the drop what are some of the things that you're going to do that are going to keep you mentally healthy feeling that inner strength as we look at the next month or two where you know it would be easy to potentially kind of fall off and lose some of those healthy habits or or maybe even to fall back into some uh, a mental state that isn't serving you as much as it could. Like, what are some of the things that you're going to do to keep yourself supported and to support yourself in the next little so, while? 
So the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm taking a social media hiatus, um, which I'm very excited about. I'm very active on social media. I'm not going to turn it off. Um, I'll still go on and I'll like people's things. I feel like I've missed a lot of people's birthdays this year and I've missed a lot of people's babies being made um, because I was just so boom. Um, so as a, as with social media, I'll be, I won't be posting um, and I'm not going to turn it completely off. But when I go on, it'll just be to like and to love and to comment on other people's stuff and to let them know that I'm there for them. Um, because I haven't been able to, in, especially in the last six months with this. Um, I also think by not posting, you know, whenever I post on social media, I get something I, it's crazy. It's like, you know, 300 comments and, and then you feel the pressure that you have to like, you know, respond to all of them. Nobody has time for that. I'm not, I'm yeah. So, so anyways, first things first, social media. Second mm -hmm. thing, I'm surrounding myself with the people that I want to be surrounded with. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this weekend I'm going, I'm going to a birthday party with, with Tabitha, my publisher. Um, we're, we're going out to a farm. Um, next week, I'm going out for brunch with all of my old college professors. Um, and, you know, they, they want to celebrate me and, and this. And, and we're going to do that. And, and then I'm going to go to a couple Blue Jays games with my dad and just kind of, you know, de-stress and, and unwind. Um, amazing. Like, so many amazing people have sent me massages. Because <laughs> uh, my boss because my body is broken. So, so, you know, I've got some really nice day trips kind of that are coming like, you know, to go to the spa and just get like a massage. Um, but also while, while this is hap happening, um, you know, I, I'm very focused on, on what's coming up next. So I recently just joined Archangel community with Giovanni Marcico. Um, so that actually starts in September and I'm really looking forward to that. I'm working on a TED Talk that is coming out in January. Yeah, I'm really excited. And it's a, it's a, it's in Kentucky. It's in Louisville. So I'm doing that. And, you know, just getting back in the game of, you know, I put my speaking career on hold for this. So I, I put everything on hold for this. So now is the time where I kind of, I kind of picked that up again. Professionally speaking, this was, this was very good for, for, for me with what I do, with what I do professionally, you know, I don't, I don't think many professional speakers have, you know, helicopters being sent out to them mm -hmm. in, in, in their B-roll on, on their speaking reels. Um, a lot of, a lot of good things happen personally and professionally through this. And, and I'm looking forward to, you know, going, you know, getting back into the game, not immediately, but like, you know, October, there are going to be some talks in schools and, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to connecting with, you know, organizations that, that really came out for me with this. Um, disability organizations across the country um, that have said, you know, we want to partner with you. We want to work with you. So, so right now I'm just focused on, you know, Blue Jays games and movies and sleeping and Netflix. And, but no, I, I think it'll go into high, high gear pretty fast. <laughs> Yeah, I think, have a, I think having a plan forward is 
huge because when the Blue Jays games and the Netflix and the massages again and the and the fun things to look forward to sort of die off in the next month or two, I think having that plan, <laughs> as you're still yawning in recovery, I think having yeah. that plan um, is really key. And again, the parallels to entrepreneurship is when we come off of something, giving ourselves that yeah. respite, that grace, that time to step away for you know, a week or so at least and, and really just decompress and, and rest your mind and get off social and all that. And then making a, a real plan to come back and really, as you said, just surrounding ourselves with those communities for you joining uh, Archangel and having mentors around you and having a plan for coming forward. And uh, one of the things I'm really looking forward to this year that I just keep <laughs> pushing on you is that I'm really, really pumped to train with you. I like I personally always love having a training goal. And uh, if you know me, you know, I was a, a distance runner and uh, occasionally like to get back into training at different times of year and, you know, consistently running, but having a, a real goal, I think is super exciting. So I'm pumped because I want to get out for some long paddles uh, potentially in the fall and in the spring. And then uh, if you're listening and you have a gym near uh, in Whippy, <laughs> then let's go. Um, Cause I think that'll be, uh, that'll be a lot of fun. And it's so good for the mental wellness as well. Like as well, like all the training that you're doing is so, yeah. so positive. For no, that. I'm really looking forward to, um, to getting this going again, you know, in, in kind of like, you know, late September, October and planning for next summer um right now i'm just kind of i'm just kind of focused on it, it was so funny you know rob who is one of my boat captains like my team's amazing they've all said they're coming back next year um which is crazy because you know they just spent a day they just spent days on about like being sick um like yeah, physically, like, the... like physically sick and they've all said they're coming back they all want to be a part of this um and and you know last last night i'm watching the flight attendant and i'm i'm getting messages um saying okay we planned out your new route <laughs> and, and i'm getting <laughs> messages and i'm like i'm like oh my goodness and so it begins like two days later i'm like let's have this discussion in like a week <laughs> Yeah, I have a document of notes that's going around because um, I think it's important right after you come off of something yeah. again, like lessons from the crew side of this um, yeah. that I've had conversations with other crew members just to give you the chance to go and breathe and break. But for us, because we were there, we were part of it, we were watching it, you know, capturing these thoughts, not waiting yeah. until end of September to try to remember all the little things, you know, on the yeah. boat, I was making notes on my way back and having a team member, whether you're running a business or whether you're running yeah. an expedition like this, having a team member to record things uh, in real time and then immediately afterwards to collect all of that. Again, just a huge parallel, huge crossover to business. I think there's so yeah. much we can learn and uh, so many constructive things that we can gather right on the spot. So don't wait until yeah. your next launch to try to remember, oh, shoot, what did we do last time? Yeah. yeah. So, so many takeaways. Um, just before we go, I, I wanted to ask, how can we support you in the coming year? Not just me as, you know, Alexis, your friend who wants to train with you and stuff, but, um, for anyone listening, how, how can we support and, and do we have dates for next July or we're waiting until like end of September to get those dates on the calendar? I think it's going to be the beginning of July. Um, I'm not really, I, I would like to do it sooner rather than later. I would actually like to do it. I would actually like to do it close to Canada Day. 
not on Canada Day because that would steal my thunder, but um, <laughs> or not my, not my thunder, but the thunder of of what this is about. Yeah. Um, and I think it would take it away. I was very strategic in where I placed this event this year. I was like, I knew the Olympics were coming. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do it while the Paralympics was happening. Um, I actually have a couple of interviews talking about that um, in the next couple of days. Um, but no, I would like to do it in, in the beginning of July, um, how people can help. Um, you know, so many people have come out on the other side of this saying they want to help. I think people now see the power of this, what aligning a business with something like this means, um, the amount of eyes that have been brought on this. Um, you know, I think it was very hard for me to to explain to companies and businesses, you know, I'm Mike Schwarman, I bring millions of eyes to, you know, to whatever I bring, <laughs> like whatever I bring. Um, this this demonstrated that. I was all over the Weather Network. They generate 5 million view, viewers, you know, every every week. Um, and that was just one, one shot. Now, now companies can look at the portfolio of, of what's being presented and and they can like okay there's major brand awareness like like there's major you know yeah there's major eyes that will fall on this and will see my logos on that website like it is it is not just you know positioning a business as a mental health leader it's also a, a smart marketing opportunity and i think it was very hard for me to demonstrate that without having done it before. This time, I think I'll have a lot easier of a time um, contact. You know, yeah. This, this time, this time I've got layer. I've got you know letters from from the mayors and and you know accolades and awards with them. So. Yeah, um, I definitely think like for business leaders who are listening, thinking about where their corporate sponsorships go, I think doing you know considering the crossing and this uh, expedition as a sponsorship for this year. And I know, again, a lot of people plan their corporate donations a full year in advance. So now is a great time to get on board, to get involved, whether it's a small sponsorship, if you have a smaller business or a larger one. And I think it really shows, you know, in partnering with Mike and in partnering with this expedition, it really shows your employees and your clients what you value and what you really care about and what you're willing to stand behind and more than just one day of the year when you say oh we care about your mental health but like every day of the year to say we're part of this we're part of the crossing we're part of supporting mike shoreman and you know there are probably even opportunities for people to have you come and speak and it's great it's not just um you know this wasn't imagine if this had been successful um it it was successful but imagine if my personal goal was met if my personal goal was met with the amount of attention and the amount of media coverage this would have made this would have made all the u.s media networks this would have made usa today and the new york times and and all of those um and it wasn't it wasn't so it didn't get that but now we're going to go back and we're going to implement the changes so that it so that we go out and we get the job done so i'm really looking forward to all the businesses that come come on board for next year because you know they they you know they will benefit from from supporting this and i'm looking for it you know i'm really grateful for businesses that support persons with disabilities i'm really grateful for businesses that support mental health um, I also want to support those businesses as best as I possibly can. 
Um, and that means bringing eyes to those businesses and leading people back to them. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a great two-way two way street um, yeah. and a really cool opportunity. And knowing you as a personal friend, but also as a crew member and seeing what you have done over the past year leading up to this and then what you did when we were out on that lake and, and things were not always pretty. Um, not always not pretty. Um, I'm really excited for the documentary. Mm -hmm. um, so for those who are listening, um, I was very lucky in that the amazingly talented man who took over my social media also is a film director. Mm -hmm. um, and he shot a short documentary that is being made now. Um, he, he's amazing, Monty. He, um, you know, he does several music videos. He just had a, he just had a short doc premiere at the Glasgow International Film Festival, um, or is this September, um, and The Crossing, documenting, you know, three, three days out there and the backstory and all of this, that's coming out. And it's very exciting, you know. We've had several conversations of of the plans with this and and where it will go and you know which which festivals it will be submitted to. It's it's very exciting. Yeah, I think that'll be amazing to check out, and uh, we'll share it on our social media when it does come out, uh, and in our newsletter. And uh, yeah, I think as I said, if you're listening and you are a business owner and you have not made your corporate pledges for the year or your major corporate donations for the year. This is an incredibly worthwhile cause uh, attached to some phenomenal charities, uh, the Trevor Project in the States and Jack.org in Canada. So I highly encourage you to check it out. Uh, there's no personal vested interest in this on my part or on my business's part, aside from just really wanting to support the initiative and knowing Thank now you. more than ever, we need to be supporting people, uh, people's mental health um, from everyone that we work with and everyone that our companies touch. So. Thank you so much for being here, Mike. Before we go, Thank I have you. one last question. And, and I've heard yeah. you so many times in the past few days about this, but is there anything that you want people who are watching and listening to know, like people who like you might've had a huge ambitious goal and in some ways it, it was achieved, you know, the incredible fundraising and in some ways it, it was, uh, I know, a big challenge and, and maybe a bit of a disappointment in some way. Um, and that's not to knock it, just to say that I know it's so relatable. Yeah. Is there anything that you want yeah. to know who have been in your shoes or who are in your shoes or who might someday be in your shoes um, with how you are facing this? Yeah. So just because you don't you don't hit your personal goals and your personal outcomes on on the first try, it doesn't mean that you're not going to to hit them on on the next. Um, it just means that. The comeback for you personally is going to be bigger, and it, and in many ways it's it's going to be bigger for for everybody. Um, I think you know one of the things that I keep reminding myself, and and one of the things that people keep reminding me is that when Vicky Keith came back that second time, she brought an entire nation with her, um, and and she raised millions of dollars that second time um, because everybody wanted to support it and everybody wanted to be a part of it and i'm going you know that has kind of taken away the the distress of what happened earlier this week knowing that knowing that just because you don't achieve you know your your personal goals on on the first time you know 
it, what it does is it just sets the stage up for something bigger for next time. It most definitely does. And I cannot wait for that next July. And uh, I'm looking forward to being there with you, whether it's on a support boat or on a dinghy or on a paddleboard or all of the above. Uh, I will be with you and the nation will be watching once again. So thank you so all much. Right. Pema Chaudron is the author of a book that I've reread so many times in hard times. She wrote, when there's a big disappointment, we don't know if that's the end of the story. It may just be the beginning of a great adventure. I think that this is true for Mike and for all of us who've experienced failure and disappointment. This might just be the beginning of a great adventure. So today, I invite you to think about this next time you experience a setback or a failure. What comeback are you set up for now and who can you bring along to support you? Before I go, I have a small favor to ask you. If you're open to it and you can spare $15 or more, please donate to thecrossingandjack.org to support their incredible youth mental health programs. You can donate at jack.org slash thecrossing, and the link is in the show notes. Kids have been hit so hard by the pandemic, and they need more mental health support now than ever. Thank you so much for being here today. I can't wait for you to meet the rest of the incredible entrepreneurs who are joining me on the podcast. I'll be releasing new episodes every Wednesday, so be sure to follow the podcast on whichever app you use so that you don't miss out on insights, inspiration, and big ideas. Do you know someone who could really use these nuggets of knowledge? Take a quick screenshot, post it on social, and tag a friend or two, or just text it straight to them. That's really why I created this podcast, to share this expertise and peer-to-peer support with you and all the other entrepreneurs that need it. So if you enjoyed this episode, I'd be grateful for a quick five-star rating and review on whatever app you're listening on. It'll go a long way to helping me serve and support even more entrepreneurs. Thanks again for joining me. I can't wait to connect with you again next week.